This is the meeting after the meeting. None of our participants get paid, and we don't speak for Alcoholics Anonymous. Enjoy the show. So fitting for our when guest we, tonight. When we were uh, when <laughs> when we were coming down here before our guest got here, Gabe was like, "What music can I get that's just going to get our guests worked up tonight?" And I was like, "I was like, you know what? I picture him as like a picture him as like a hard rock kind of guy, yeah. metal." And he was like, "No, no, not what he would like, but what's going to be like? Why would you play this weird crap?" <laughs> this is it. And he can't re- talk yet. Our guest can't talk yet, but we'll no. get his input on it. A little bit later, but I have a feeling you can shake your head. This is not the kind of music you would listen. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. okay. Yeah. Gabe, well done. You know, you know, it's funny. It uh, and we'll introduce our guest in a minute, but in off tra- full transparency, I do sponsor him. Yes, and we had a guy on a sponsor a few weeks ago, Derek. Yeah, right. Our yes. locked up abroad episode. <laughs> if you haven't heard it, you should listen to it. It's unbelievable. Definitely listen to it. And when when he found out that Derek was on, he was like. <laughs> What the fuck do I got to do to get on this show? Do a bunch and, of kratom and flip some cars? <laughs> and also, in all fairness, he comes sometimes to the yeah. show and watches. He, He's like he, an in-studio guest, our, who our guest tonight. He was an early adopter. Yes, yes. Early critic. Early critic was talking. Vocal was, critic. Yeah, vocal critic, which we yeah. need. We needed it. Yeah. I mean, we I got some texts sometimes man, yeah, during yeah. the show. Because it was you kind know. of a shit show I love to that. begin with. I love that. He was, he was like talking. He was like, can't hear shit. We can't see anything. So we'll. We'll talk yep. about that, but let's. Uh, he's like the AA police now. That's what's happening. He's come what? full circle. He has come full circle. We're <laughs> going to ask him about that too. I want to ask him about that. Um, but yeah, excited to be here. Yep. Episode 49. 49. Almost at 50. Jeez. We're almost there. It's pretty crazy. This this is the meeting after the meeting. Meeting. I'm John. I'm Chris. Welcome. It's. Uh, it's hard to believe that we're, we're this far along, but we are, yep. and we're happy to be here. Let's introduce our producer, Gabe. Gabe. What's up? Good evening, everyone. How was, Good your, evening. How was your trip to your home away from home? My home away from home, Nueva York. It was good. Yeah? Did so, you, uh, do you stay Potter. in Manhattan when you go? Yeah. Yeah? I usually stay in Isn't Manhattan. it more expensive to stay in yeah. A little bit, but it's a vacation. Yeah. It's I, a vacation. I find a decent price around this time of year. Go to do you take the train downtown. up there? I take the train, yeah. I took the Acela. Acela, yeah. It's not bad. Thing, the Acela's dude. not bad. What it's, is it, like two not, hours? It's like three hours. It's not I had bad. a whole thing where they like refund, accidentally refunded one of my tickets, so I had to like pay for it in And person. it's like empty. What do you mean it's empty? The train cars. There's like not hardly really, anyone. This one was assigned seating, dude, and there was a whole thing on the way back where I had to have like some lady, ask some lady to switch with my girlfriend. So oh, really? Because really? when the ticket got refunded, I think they just didn't put oh, our tickets right. together. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And they just had, like, gave the you first, random tickets. Yeah, dude. I and it was watch, full. Yeah. I the watch, train was full. That's crazy. Yeah, but the lady next to me was super nice. So I had to watch the first 45 minutes of Twitter Story 3 by myself. New York. Yeah. Pick up packages. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And I was, I don't, I don't know if they still have these, but back in the day, I forget which station I got, would got, get off at, but they had these turnstiles with these gates and they were like full person yeah. height. You know what I mean? Do they still have those gates? What do you mean? They're like, they're like metal bars that you go through. Oh, I've seen some of those, but not yeah. in the subway. They don't really have, I've they don't probably those. don't have that anymore, man. And I went through there and it, and it caught my jacket, which I had a big bag taped to my stomach and 
I just remember walking out of that. And I hear like, you were just and I, dropping. And I just pills. looked behind me and it was like, I was leaving a breadcrumb. Of pills. <laughs> and Somebody I was like, got real lucky. I was like, I just, I just kept walking. I put my hand over my stomach <laughs> to stop the bleeding. <laughs> And I just kept walking. <laughs> Can you imagine if it had just ripped open? Oh my god! Busted everywhere. Oh my god! What is this? I've oh, never seen. It. What, yeah. is, what is in my jacket? Got sized. Somebody. Somebody was like, is that? "Nah." I would have. T- I definitely. Yeah. I was that kind of guy. I pick oh a pill up god. off the club floor and take it. I didn't that's, know what it was. Cares. That's really good. So, Gabe, how was uh, Harry Potter? It was good. Was it good? It was good. It's a little corny at sometimes, but I mean, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, so I thought yeah. it was pretty cool. They did like some. Magic did you, tricks. Did you wear? Did you get like a wand nope. and a cape? Nope. A cape. I don't think they were capes. I mean, it's I like don't a, know. dude. I mean, like as a little kid, too. the first, the only like midnight premiere, like the first midnight premiere I saw was like the last Harry Potter. That's movie. That's how old we are. You just yeah. say when I'm a little kid. When I was a little kid, yeah. <laughs> when I was young, and dude, there were people dressed all the way up. It was yeah, kind of, that's why I'm asking. It's I not, even uh, with you my, know. Yeah, no. Harry, you, Harry Potter fans here, are crazy. Gabe, have you ever dressed up as a Harry Potter character for Halloween ever? You're like, no, but uh, there was. Be the, honest. Do you know those things where like uh, there used to be these things where like it was before like Photoshop was I guess really cool. You go to these parties and be like, it'd just be like, uh, you know, you could just take a picture of your face and they yeah. would just like Photoshop you in. Into like I Photoshop a... with my little glasses into Harry as Harry Potter. We so. have to see that picture. It's in my parents' fridge. So I'll take a picture of it next time. I'm you kind of look like Harry Potter. A little well, bit. I looked a lot like. Him when I was <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Okay, all right. Good, all right. To, good to hear. Let's 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 introduce our guest. Yeah. He, like we said, he's been a longtime listener and supporter of the show, and didn't make it on before before uh, Derek, Derek be Sleepy D, but he's here now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Michael P. from Kensington, Maryland. From Kensington, yeah. <laughs> all right, what's up, guys? What's, what's up? up? How you doing? Great to be here. Yeah, I, I don't know if I was just. Like, Fighting my way in. <laughs> no, you weren't. You no, weren't. Because no, no, we no. don't like that. You no, weren't. No, 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 not at all. Yeah, but it's you just made an here. observation. But here's the thing: we've we've been talking about having you. It's not like we've haven't for a while been. like, yeah. we got to get Michael on. Like we have been. Yeah, it just hasn't. It just sometimes doesn't work out. You know. Today's the day. Today, Today is it, the fucking day. It is. You're here, <laughs> and like we said, you've been a, a supporter of the show. You started listening from the beginning. I did. I mean, it was kind of. Sponsor direction. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris did used to used to blast. I will, it I will out. blast it out to to everybody, and I don't do that anymore because it's just like yeah, no, nobody listens. Nobody to me anyway. So yeah. what's the point? But but I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. He pushed that on us. And I, I do like to listen. Yeah, and you would text sometimes and yeah. help us out. Uh, it was constructive feedback. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Now, were you, are you saying, yeah, how do you feel about that constructive feedback? What, the one that he gives me? Him, yeah, him sending in messages. <laughs> I mean, months, Gabe. You Just were a little hard on yeah. Gabe. Let's be honest. You were a little hard Dude, on him for a while. Mike was like straight up <laughs> crushing so mean to me sometimes. I was like, what is going on? And Gabe would tell us, so and I would like, be like, that's messed up. But internally, I was thinking, like, ha ha ha. I appreciate Mike. There's no passive You would have cost him at meetings he'd be like dude what the fuck is going on <laughs> i couldn't hear anything yeah I and it should it. be told we we didn't we didn't quite get the whole because no. when you do when you when you broadcast over zoom zoom kind of fucks up everything and if you don't have certain settings set you can't hear certain sound effects it blocks out you know all the sound effects and the recordings that we do and 
it's it kind does. of a shit show. It does. Know? So so everyone that's enjoying it on Zoom, if you thank Michael for bitching about it for you can thank <laughs> however Michael. long And, and we want to thank you <laughs> for listening. Yeah. For listening. Yeah. Or tuning in. And, and tuning in with us tonight. It and, always helps. Everybody who listens, thank you. Uh, we're, we're Yeah, we actually are on the cusp of another record-breaking month, actually. Are we? Wow. Yeah. So so listens are going up. That's good. Yeah. It yeah. means more people are listening, which is which is good, and we get a lot of good feedback. Um, so let's get into it. Michael, What? why don't you give us your uh, the basic details? Yeah, yeah uh, sobriety date, uh, June 5th, 2016. I have a sponsor. He's, he's here tonight. I got a home group, Monday Men's. Definitely check Monday that out. Men's. It's a great meeting. Nice, nice. And so those are those are the basic deeds. And this is, is this your first time giving this, this A thing a shot? No, no, no. This is... Uh, I've had a couple iterations. Because uh, I was thinking, I, I don't think this is the I first like, time. You call it iteration. <laughs> yeah. You're I was thinking that. Because you're fall starts. Yeah. And you're you're busy right now. I mean, you got, you're helping a lot of guys. Yeah, I see you busy, all over the place. You're doing it. Like you're doing yeah. it. And that wasn't always the case. Well, I'm, I'm having fun. I you're think, ha- yeah. uh, you know, the first few times I, I did this, I was I was definitely, it was, it was suggested that I go kind of a thing. And I was, you know, uh, it took me a little while to figure out nobody was, you know. Yeah. Everybody was on the level. They were just trying to help. But then I was like, well, then I still don't have to be here because of <laughs> whatever reason I could come up with. It took yeah. a long time to, to get comfortable with this thing. I don't recommend the scenic route I took. Yeah. Because that's what it took. But through that and that experience has probably been able to help you to help other people and and who probably have similar excuses to the ones that you used to have. I, I think so. I've heard a bunch and <laughs> yeah. they sound familiar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brosnan was like, he was, he was a guy that was like, he was like a, uh, he was doing Ironmans the second time you came in, yeah. which was insane. And that, I don't know about, I mean, I go to the gym, I try to <laughs> once a day, you know, right. for 30, 45 minutes, but the training for Ironmans are they're, insane. They're pretty, they're pretty. How many brutal. hours a day do you train for an Ironman? When you're at peak, when you're at peak training. I mean, peak training is, you know, the, that last, those peak week weekends you're you're packing in 120 mile bikes yeah. the same weekend you're doing 20 plus mile runs yeah, and you're so we didn't see a lot of for a lot we didn't see a lot of michael when yeah. he was training for those and yeah. and you know when you're when you're taxing yourself to that degree it's like it's almost like that's that's how you're staying sober you're just like it was a fully great immersed distraction. great know? distraction but then yeah. when it ended he started getting a little wild <laughs> You know, uh, I, I just felt like I always constantly needed something to go along with the sobriety. Yep. And, uh, and so I, I stayed sober this last time, those first few years, but it, it, I probably wasn't much of a contributor. I, I definitely wasn't. Yeah. I definitely feel like I've, you know, it feels different these last few years. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. been so a lot better. Tell us, why don't you tell us a little bit about your drinking and, and what got you to even thinking you might need AA? Yeah, you know, I'm, I certainly won't start from the beginning. I'm, I'm old, so that would take too long. But, uh, you know, I will say I didn't, you know, I didn't grow up in a real happy household, and that, that's not why I'm alcoholic. I think people say that because, so you know, mm-hmm. some people grew up in a really nice house with great parents who cared, and some people didn't. And either way, it's good to hear both sides of that yeah. so that you know it really doesn't determine yeah. anything. But yeah. mine wasn't so great. Um but, you know, I would say for the majority of my youth, and, and I spent my formative years here in this area, I, I grew up in Montgomery County. Uh, I wasn't born here, but I grew up here for, you know, 
through my kind of formative years, if you will. And I would say, you know, other than what was going on at the house, I didn't feel or probably look too different than any of the guys and, yeah. and, and girls who were, you know, a little on the edgier side relative to my surroundings. But, you know, not I, I'm not a story where it was like, well, I came into AA when I was 15 after my third stint mm-hmm. in rehab mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's just not my story. I was not young when I got here. I, I certainly could have been. There were a lot of near misses, but... Um, my drinking and, and even drug use, I think, probably didn't look too terribly different from your average kind of whoever had, like, I don't know what average is. I, I but. don't know if most people are smoking crack. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's probably it didn't later. start out like that. Yeah, yeah. it didn't start out so, that way. Okay, so you grew up, you made it through college. Made it through college. Career. Career. Yeah. Kind of, you know, did some of that stuff. So a different path than a lot of the guys yeah. you meet around. Like, That's we, true. Most I don't know. Weird. Yeah. A lot of the guys we meet, like, did. We never had a like, shot. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You know, I had a drinking career. I mean, I don't I don't <laughs> think I... Definitely. I had a drinking. I had a drug career. I had all of that stuff um, way into my 30s. Uh, I will tell you that it's, it started looking different than everybody else's... Uh, experience, even when I would go out with those same right, people, right. probably around my late twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people uh, are doing different shit then; they have different responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even yeah. if we were going out, the way I would handle the drinking, the way I would handle—I um, had so many close calls with law enforcement. I mean, it's amazing. I was never—I've yeah. never been arrested. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but I, I've had. I mean, just probably a good half a dozen, maybe eight times where I should have been arrested. <laughs> I mean, whether it was a DUI know, or absolutely. public intoxication. Yeah, one time I remember coming up Connecticut Avenue and we were all out late and we yeah. had, uh, and I know it was kind of a, a rainy night, but it, it wasn't pouring rain, but it was still slick on the roads. Mm-hmm. And I had like these kind of ball tires and. <laughs> And I, rear, rear, I'm trying to slow to a stop. <laughs> definitely. I'm definitely <laughs> under the influence. I'm trying to slow to a stop. We're coming to this red light. There's this taxi cab right in front of me. And it was a low speed impact because I was trying to come to a stop. <laughs> and I hit this guy at probably, I don't know, five to seven miles per hour. I thought it was going to be no big deal. Like, just wave him off. And literally lights go on behind oh me. There was a cop who just <laughs> happened to be luck. right behind me. Of course. Me. Terrible luck. Not when you need it. And if it hadn't <laughs> been for the huge smash burger or whatever it was that we had just eaten beforehand, you yeah. know, I, I had to talk my way out of this. But yeah. I did. And, uh, and there were... I, there were so many incidents just like that one. And this started happening late 20s, early 30s, where even though I didn't necessarily have that, you know, all day craving for alcohol yet, that came later. It was just clear that every time I took alcohol or drugs, uh, it affected me much different. Like yeah. I just, you know, just the traditional didn't know what it was going to look like, didn't know uh, how much I was going to take, didn't know how it was going to affect me. Um, one time I hit like seven or eight shots and decided it would be a good idea to go out and meet somebody, you know, just a couple of miles away who was coming home anyway. Mm-hmm. And I got into some road rage in- incident with a pizza delivery Wait, person you, half a mile You got from into a road house. rage? I can't <laughs> see that <laughs> happening. And I, I, I followed him into the pizza <laughs> a, a parking lot and he gets out of his car and I get out of my car and I go over and just jack him right in the head. I'm under the influence at this oh, yeah. point. Break my hand. Thank oh. God I hit him hard enough so that he didn't want any more. But somebody yeah. took my license plate. I, I raced back home. Yeah. And within 20 minutes, there's like 
I don't know, eight officers standing in front of my house. The guy's in the back seat with a black eye. They're trying to take me (laughs) to jail. But I had some defense story, and I sat there for hours with a broken hand stuffed in my pocket talking to these police. And finally, the guy was like, ah, forget it. And he just gave up. And they they said, yeah, we think you got lucky tonight. And all kinds of incidents like that constantly. Now, let me ask you this. So these incidents are happening... Are you at all aware that maybe your drinking is a part of this or are you just thinking it's bad luck and I'm just, you know. Yeah. Well, I thought it was good luck because I was staying out of jail. <laughs> just and I mean, there was just so many times I should have been opposite. arrested. No, I never linked it to a drinking problem. <laughs> I love, that. Problem. Yeah. I love yeah. how clueless we are to, yeah. like, to it a lot of the time. Well, I can have road rage sober too. I mean, I don't, 100%, I don't, I don't need drinking to, to but, act like a buffoon. But not road rage, but just getting out of these scenarios, getting yeah. out of DUIs, yeah. you know. And yeah, a lot, a lot of those incidents, DUIs, physical altercations, uh, just oddball situations I was getting out of. But you know, fast forward a couple years and, you know, I start, you know, courting my first wife. And at this point, you know, already a bad drinker on any given night without really realizing mm-hmm. that that's a sign of alcoholism, even though it's all over my family. And, and it was around my mid-30s when that that, that that the craving started coming in as well. And that took a few years to fully develop. But we're a couple years into this marriage. We've got a couple of kids at this point. And, uh, and Pressure is really ratcheting young. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I, I'm now in a place in my life where, you know, work – you know, two o'clock, three o'clock, I am counting hours. Mm. And I mean, before you can take a drink, so I can take a drink. And of course the wife's starting to get wind of this or parents are getting wind of this. And so now I'm pre-gaming from work to home so that I can keep in like a cool it for an hour or two. I just stopped the liquor store and I have to consume it on the way home. Yeah. Right. Um, just to, you know, so I could come in and not make that the first thing I had to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that that was building up throughout the whole marriage, and that was the first time I came into AA. I, I was being pushed into AA by the family, mm. and I mean, I come into AA meetings with like vodka in my coffee cup, mm. and yeah. just yeah. taking a look around, <laughs> and just like these guys don't know what they're doing. They've been arrested. They're in institutions. <laughs> they're young. They're old. He whatever ju- he, it is, he judged like I did. They He's haven't such a succeeded. Sponsor for you. It's like they're. Look it's crazy how you get sponsors. <laughs> He's right up your alley, right though. Up like, dude, yeah, you I guys really, are all like better class of loser. I'm better. I, I was yeah, a better I am class just better. <laughs> I just surveyed the room and I'm like, these are not my people. As you bring alcohol into the AA I mean, I had a federal indictment. You couldn't even post bond on a $200 fucking, you know what I mean? Like, we are not the same. I I hear these stories. People are like, well, I I didn't even have a working cell phone when I came into AA. I'm like, I got two working cell phones when I came into AA. I'm like twice as successful as you. Both of them work. I don't belong here. So so funny how perception will warp us. Yeah. And sometimes it's that view that makes it even harder for people like you. I think it does. Yeah. You know? Oh, it was definitely hard to to relate in. And Pearlstein's got he's got a couple of those guys himself. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully they don't take a scenic. High functioning. Thing. Yeah, highly functioning <laughs> alcoholics somehow yeah. kind of got a working keeping cell up phone. appearances can fool yourself, and I, I think you know uh, that first time I came into AA, eventually after a few weeks, I, I was able to put together about eight months of time. I remember okay. you know just 
you know, but I felt like I was white knuckle. I remember the that whole yeah. time. I got, yeah. Guy S was my sponsor. Yeah. Great guy, yeah. And put his heart and soul into yeah, trying he to did. help me. <laughs> you know, certainly not his fault. I mean, he's, he's he awesome. really did. And you um, just, but, but I, I, a la carte style, a la carte, taking what yeah, you wanted. Yeah, poo poo platter rest. of yeah, yeah. things here that might be relevant to me at certain times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and I remember realizing, well, well, the people here in AA are good people, and the program's good. It's it's got no bad intentions. People are genuinely just trying right. to help each mm-hmm. other out. Mm-hmm. But I remember thinking, uh, you know, the, I think the truth is maybe a little hindsight. You know, once I got past the fact that, okay, these, these people are actually a lot like me and I'm a lot like them. And there's some really successful people here as well. So it wasn't about that. I think at the end of the day, I just couldn't find another solution and you did ready. not want to part with yeah. drinking. Like, yeah. I just was like, you weren't ready. I can't do it. Yeah, and yeah. So I'll just go find another way. I figured everything else out. I'll figure this out. Now talk about. So you said your first wife. I'm assuming yeah. that 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 ended. Was that <laughs> due did, to did the? Yeah, did that end shortly after the recommendation to go to AA, or did you it, guys it, stick it out for a while? We stuck it out a little while. We stuck it out certainly through my first eight months of sobriety. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, within I would say within six months to a year after that, we were formally separated. And we did that pretty amicably considering, mm-hmm. you know, the kids were involved and, and I give a lot of credit to her for yeah. that. Uh, it was not a messy, I mean, the divorce was very emotional. It was high stress, it, but it was not financially taxing. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. And she deserves all the credit for putting the kids first, yeah. knowing that I, she, I was going to be in their life. She wanted me yeah. in their life. And so that, that part was manageable, but and you were I, sober I, yeah. at this time. No, you were no, drinking. No, no. And, I was drinking. And worse than ever. Like, was it like once that ended, it was, it was getting, kind of like freedom. Yeah, now I'm like, now I'm living yeah. with two kids as a single dad, 50% of the time in a rented house, yeah. uh, you know, down the street from the Typical old house we sold. Like divorced dad. <laughs> and, yeah, that's and, like how I grew up. Uh, <laughs> rented house. Yeah. Just dad rented house yeah. down the street from mom's. Yeah. You know, just, just kinda, like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. it's night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just no appreciation yeah. for this, oh, you know, oh, gift man. of these two children yeah. that were like five and three yeah. and at this point i'm working from home i'm day drinking um yeah you know, it got worse the governor's off the governor's off all the way off yeah <laughs> and you know it, it was it was a really rough couple of years and i think you know there did was, you have some aa in your head at that point where you like i had some like i remember all the people i had some of the numbers i hadn't called really any of them in a couple years yeah. and uh you know, after those eight months, I had popped in and out a couple of times here or there. Everybody was, you know, nice oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. would have welcomed me back in a second. But, um, it, you know, it got real bad for me, emotionally bad. I was never, you know, in jail or had, had the kids taken away. I, I never, you know, work never fired me for drinking. They just didn't know. But emotionally, it was getting really hard. The drinking was picking up and the dependency, like I just could, I didn't know what to do with my hands if I wasn't holding a drink. I remember, you know, and, and uh, very lonely. Like I did all my drinking alone at that point. Yeah. I had no interest in going out. Right. I'd, I'd, I'd order a over. pay-per-view fight, $70. And, and, you know, we're 
preliminary like first fight and I'd pass out yeah. and I wake up at like <laughs> one o'clock and they're like, what a fight, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> fight of the year. Okay, yeah. we'll see you later. And I was like, yeah, ah, I missed is, it again. It's a really good metaphor for life, the yeah. way we live life, you know, when <laughs> like, we're drinking. Just, <laughs> you just miss it. Just you just miss missed it, it all, well, man. And pay $70. And pay, to you pay, yeah, exactly. It was, it was an expensive uh, night and I don't remember any of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so eventually I, I, uh, I got to a point and, uh, um, I, I, I picked up the phone and I called Guy. I did. And yeah. he was, I was just like, dude, this is not working out. And, uh, and he, uh, he said, let's go to a meeting. I went to, I think he took me to Potomac Speakers or something that night. It was like a Tuesday or whatever it was. And yeah. we talked about changing sponsors. He says, you know, I mean, he was with me for a few nights, but he's like, let's get you a different brand of sponsorship. That was his idea, not mine. I mm-hmm. thought I agreed with him, not because of anything him. I just think I needed to hear the same message maybe from someone else this yeah. time. Yeah. And, uh, and ended up with Hoover as my sponsor. Yeah. See, that's why you and Derek are really different. Derek didn't know he could get a different sponsor every time he came in and out of AA. It's one of the greatest things. So he just, he said he that just a kept weeks me, ago. You know? Like, I didn't know I could get a different sponsor. It's so good. So, okay. And that's the sobriety that you have now. That's kind of when you. That's it. Well, not exactly. I'll tell a quick story. Uh, I, I was so I, I relapsed. Got, that was like yeah. that's not really a fair characterization <laughs> it's, of what it's, happened. It's an I did reset my date at my sponsor's direction. Yeah, but I have. It's called a relapse. It, <laughs> when you smoke weed, it's called a relapse. It was an accident, and I, <laughs> it was one like, time. And I, I didn't I've had that accident happen a couple of times myself. <laughs> the weed. Jesus, we don't have time for this story. The Random doobies. Would you slip into a joint? <laughs> I was back in AA in 2015, but my date is 2016 because my sponsor direction reset your date, and I did. I'm trying to figure out. I almost want to try to guess what happened. I'm like, I can't even imagine. I was at a high school reunion, and I was uh, up at my old boarding school. Okay. And I did a Bill Clinton. Listen, I was a month and a half away from doing my first Ironman. I I was in great shape. I I wasn't trying to get drunk or high. Some guys were passing around a, a bowl in the morning. I Whoops. took a few hits and I forgot. And I was like, actually, I think this is, I don't know if I should. And so I texted Hoover. And, I love that, dude. And it ruined my buzz. If that's any consolation, it just completely ruined it. It was a great buzz. What were you thinking at the time? You're thinking that weed wasn't like a relapse? I just wasn't thinking. It was my buddies. I had known them for so many years and they were just passing so the bowl good. around. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It just shows you. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. You got to. Our minds are fucked. I mean, yeah. we, you know. Yeah. yeah. To think that that was okay. Where where it's why we say go to a lot of meetings. Why we say talk to a sponsor regularly. Well, stay in the middle of it. But AI. also, I mean, he was out without mental defense. That's it. Yeah. Probably that, shouldn't have been there. And, and, and you know, he because there wasn't really. He had not done much up to this point. He was Mister Iron Man. And yeah. you've really kind of gotten on fire. Over the past couple years here, yeah. I mean, it's it's what. So you got your, your what was he? What year did you get to? Two sixteen, you said. So the reset date was June fifth, twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen, and yeah. do you feel like? I mean, where 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 did I did at that time in twenty sixteen a switch go off? Were you like, this is it? I need to do this, or has it happened more gradually for you? I think it's it's been more gradually. I think as I've you know, I have felt relief from the craving to drink since 2015. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that's real, but there were other things, you know, being sober, not 
maybe being close to a drink, but other things just stressing me and knowing that I needed better tools to deal with them and just having relief from the craving from alcohol wasn't was enough. not enough. Yeah, yeah. And I really, you know, probably selfishly really started leaning into AA a few years ago when I needed some help. And the way I did that, I like to think is, is by just trying to help other people, right? Yeah. Actually not just coming to the meeting, leaving the meeting, calling my sponsor, saying hello to a few guys. It mm-hmm. was, let's say hello to some new guys. Let's yeah. make sure they get to a meeting the next night. Let's give a few rides. Yeah. Let's check on some people yeah. in between meetings yeah. kind of thing. You know what the cool thing is about that? And to, to, to watch it happen is the coolest thing because, you know, I can have my own experience with that. You can have your own experience with that. Yeah. But then to watch someone like, participate in that, you know, uh, sort of selflessness, you know, of like helping another alcoholic and then get the benefits of it. And then they realize that they're like, Oh yeah. It's almost like when, you know, I, this, I got high from smoking weed from the very first time, but most people, some people don't, you know, (laughs) it takes them a few shots. You know what I mean? It's like when they finally get it, they're like, Oh yeah, Yeah. I get it now. It's the exact same thing. And once you, once someone like me taste, get a little taste of that. I just want more. Yeah. You know, and it's just, you know, and that's why I was asking, it's a good thing to chase. Yeah. We've, I've watched you and known you since you came here, but I've just, not that I was aware that you weren't doing a before, but I've just noticed more recently that you're the, you know, we were, we were at a meeting the other night. It was a couple weeks ago and you were there and we were talking, there's a new guy there and we were standing around and you came in and started talking to him. And I was like, I know that you are genuinely, you know, you're here to help this guy. Sure. You know, and, yeah. and so it's uh, it's pretty cool. He'll to also see. yell at you if you share too long or share anything that's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, you know he'll what? Definitely, he's, a, he'll he's, cost you at the end of the meeting. He's a police. I love it. You know, he's, he's, it's it's we need. You know, you need that. He's one of those guys who I can look at during the meeting, and and you can share one of those like eye rolls, like yeah, like we can look like. <laughs> and if I was like, bro, go tell that guy he needs to stop. He'd probably be like, I'll yeah, do he it. Would. I'll do yeah. it. I'll tell him. Happily. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Someone's got to be that guy. So you mentioned, before we move on to our topic, you mentioned first wife. You have a second wife. I do. I'm married. married. Did you get yeah. married again after you got sober or was it pre-sobriety? It was definitely after I got sober. Oh. She's never seen me drink. Wow, okay. Uh, she's great. Uh, and my ex-wife is a great person as well. They yeah. know each other. Yeah. That's, that's healthy. Yeah. Uh, Being able to my, co, co-parent yeah. and do all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I will say for me personally, having been married once and then I was single for a few years and certainly yeah. enjoyed that time, there was no way I was going to get married again unless yeah. I felt yeah. 100% confident I had a, a partner there that was going to be a good match. Yeah. And you, so talk talk a little bit about what life is like now. Now you've, you're, like you said, you've really leaned in the past couple of years. How old are your kids now? Uh, my daughter's uh, 14, 15. My son is 13. I have a stepson who's 12. Okay. So you, 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 you still got the kids. You're still, yeah. what has it been like since you've leaned into AA more and been doing more? Have you found that there's, is it, is there more of a connection there? Have you been able to show up more? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably been for years in terms of just being present and showing yeah. up and, yeah. you know, definitely I, I, you know, fortunately I, a helped so that I didn't fall down on that, you yeah. know, for any length of time, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, just speaking of kids, uh, uh, I, I share this, uh, I have shared it a few times cause it was only recently, but I, kids know I'm in AA. They know I go to meetings. They mm. don't know what it's all about, but they have a sense. And and I asked them, you know, I don't know, it was a few months ago. I said, you know, do you remember when, you know, when I used to drink? And, and they both kind of looked at each other and they, I could see them thinking and they were like, no, 
Mm. And I did, that's a huge gift. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it doesn't wow. mean there weren't some things maybe I left them with subconsciously, but I can tell you they have no conscious memory mm. of me driving them to daycare hungover yeah. or having yeah. to pregame for bath night or being yeah. belligerent or mm. any of that. I mean, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. You you've been able to, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You've been able to write that. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That is yeah, a, it's a super a huge gift. Yeah. That is a gift. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to our topic here. I'm going to read this. It says, for most normal folks, drinking means conviviality, companionship, and colorful imagination. It means release from care, boredom, and worry. It is joyous intimacy with friends and a feeling that life is good, but not so with us in those last days of heavy drinking. The old pleasures were gone. They were but memories. Never could we recapture the great moments of the past. There was an insistent yearning to enjoy life as we once did and a heartbreaking obsession that some new miracle of control would enable us to do it. There was always one more attempt and one more failure. And that's from the book Alcoholics Anonymous, A Vision from You, page 151. And I think you talked about this earlier. You talked about this kind of that end where where maybe that ego and pride of you being better than everybody in AA or that, that this wasn't for you might have ended. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I uh, th- there was always a belief, you know, right to the point where it took me out of AA that I could figure a way out of this. Anything but just parting with it altogether. And mm-hmm. uh and so I definitely can relate in when it talks about that that hope that you'll regain control, that one last attempt to kind of figure it out, whatever it is. Um, you know, and the joyous intimacy, they're right about that. I mean, all of the quote-unquote best drinking I did was at alone. Yeah. It, was, it was terrible, obviously, but it was, you know, I didn't, I didn't need you know, a joyous occasion or company or anything else. It was preferred to be alone, <laughs> in the undisturbed, end, no the obstacles. That's you can have. That's it. Is alone. That's it. Because yeah. no one wants to hang with you anyway, and you don't want to hang with them. No. So it's perfect. You, just, you and the bottle. <laughs> you know, it's pretty lonely. And yeah. that's, and Chris and I both, I mean, Chris <laughs> talks about it. I, I had the, you, you mentioned it. It's like my, th- that the old pleasures were gone. They yeah. were but memories, mm-hmm. you know, That's never right. could we recapture the great moments of the past. And I wasn't Chris probably out of all, you know, he talks about the club life <laughs> and DJing and in front of all these yeah. people. And it's like, I, mine was wasn't depressing. that mine was just yeah. hanging out with friends, partying in the woods or whatever it was. It was gone. Like I, yeah, gone. I was alone. You know, it, 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 it is, it says it's joyous intimacy with friends and a feeling that life is good. For me, that was a short-lived feeling, yeah. and it was followed up by years of loneliness, of suicidal thoughts, depression, of, you know, uh, I can't go on anymore. Yeah. You know, and, and like you said, I drank alone at the end, and for many reasons. It wasn't just because I struggled to have relationships. I didn't really want to drink around anybody else. Right. There was no, yeah. what was the benefit to that? I was either going to get in a fight with them. I was going to look, make, look a fool in front of them. And so that loneliness was there. And I, I vividly remember, you know, crying myself to sleep or feeling like I couldn't go on anymore. Just questioning what was the point of this world and this life many times mm. at the end. And yeah. I know Chris, you, you know, you were at the end, you talk about no, the, I had that. The, 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 maybe not as tiles. long as you. <laughs> yeah. But you talk about that, yeah. that basement and that end. And there was a, there's a story I don't really tell that often, but yes, I was living in that. And so I had I'd been indicted. I did some time. I got out and then I, I violated probation, parole. And so I was waiting for my sentencing, right? For that VOP. And I had rented this one bedroom basement apartment in Wheaton 
and uh, and I was just basically drinking myself. Just paid rent for like six. Yeah, months. I had just paid it. Yeah. I just paid it in, in advance because I knew where my date was. I was just drinking myself to sleep every night, mm-hmm. and I would do cocaine all day. Mm-hmm. And um, I bought like an ounce of cocaine when I moved in, and I was just would hide it in these ceiling <laughs> tiles. And I remember, I remember right before my VOP, a couple people reached out to me, and I went out like on the town, and I hadn't been out. You know, yeah. on the, you know, going downtown with anybody in a long time. And I just remember how depressing it was. It was like, I don't even remember. It was like a rainy night and we were at a bar and we were drinking. And and I was like at the very end of this like bag of like ounce of cocaine. Yeah. I had like yeah. maybe an eight ball left. And, and I was just like going to the bathroom, doing blow and drinking. And, the, and they eventually left. Mm-hmm. And I was like just by myself. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> fucking bar, you know, yeah. closing it out. I just took a cab home. What a loser! Was it? You were just, and then two days later, I, you know, I, I, I took a cab to, um, to court. This is pre Uber. Yeah, there's no, there was no Uber. <laughs> there was no Uber. There wasn't. So, even, let's be honest. There wasn't even cell phones. Really. Yeah, nobody was, was even really, I mean, cell phones yeah. at that point regularly. Maybe it, no key. It's just, just like really dark and like God. This is fucking awful, yeah. dude. Awful. That just where it talks about the four horsemen: terror, bewilderment, frustration, despair. Really was on me, man. Yeah. And that it's, and you said I'm like there's an insistent yearning to enjoy life as we once did, which it was always trying to get that back. Even yeah. if I was just alone, trying to reminisce about some yeah. good time, and a heartbreaking obsession that some new miracle of control would enable us to do it. Like yeah. one day, I'm going to be able to go back to a couple of drinks at the bar at a happy yeah. hour yeah. with some friends, and and you know, swirl some wine. Yeah, and it's there was always one more attempt and one more failure, and that's the cycle that we we live here. And it talks about in our book is that we will repeat that cycle over and over again until until for us probably either die, get locked up, yeah. or find some sort of solution. And I can say what I want about how I feel about this now, which is I understand that I'll never recapture that. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. But I also know. I have seen many people with the same conviction that I have said just what I said, and they are now gone and yeah. they are drinking again. So I, I know that it doesn't really matter what I say in any given moment in AA. It only matters what I do because if I don't do what needs to be done in Alcoholics Anonymous, I will say something different eventually. And that what, what is different will be, ah, maybe I can do it again. Yeah. That was a long time ago, you know? That this idea, that heartbreaking obsession that some new miracle of control will come back. It one hundred percent. And it comes back. And it's what we talk about with the insanity. It's that insane idea as an alcoholic. For some reason, this time it's gonna be different. Yeah. And we why? It's why we, you know, decades later are still doing it. You said it to me, you say it to me all the time. You say if there's any reason why we're here, it's because of that insane idea. That's it. That's why we still come to AA. There's no exactly. Yeah. 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 So um, all right, well, let's move on to the next part of the show here. We're going to get into the newcomer tip of the week. We're doing a newcomer view. We're going through the steps here. If you're new, welcome. If you're uh, listening to the podcast for the first time, welcome. If you're just joining AA, welcome. We, we, you know, we hope you, you give this thing a shot. It's, uh, we're on step nine tonight. It says made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. And we talked about the A step last week and they kind of go hand in hand. I mean, 
I, I personally wasn't able to think about the A step without knowing people, you know, we said it last week. I'll, I'll change it up this week. Or it was like, you're just writing the list, man. I know what this list is for. I'm, it's not like I'm just writing this list. Like that's not the, yeah, the stop trying I, to trick me. Yeah. I got to go out and actually do these things. And so, but the ninth step for me was, uh, it was terrifying when I got sober because I had caused a lot of damage and mm. I had, I had, I owed a lot of money too. You know, I don't know about anybody else, but when oh, I got sober, I owed, a lot, of I owed money. a lot of money and I did not want to pay. I, I was like, dude, I'm not, I wasn't like Michael over here. I wasn't yeah, like, Mike, I didn't have a career, Mike had money. A, he had an 800 credit score. I'm not, I wasn't like Gabe. I wasn't like a developer with a Tesla coming into AA, you know, like I'm the man. I, I didn't have a condo. I, I got I, all that. After I got sober, by the way, <laughs> for the record, I was in my parents' basement. <laughs> I came in, I was living on my grandfather's living room floor and they're like, you got to pay back money. I was like, money, I don't have any money, yeah. you know? And so, but this was something that I think, uh, came with time for me and I had, a, there was a lot of steps to do before it. Yeah. You know, what, what your Michael, what, when you came to AA, when you, you're, you're a smart guy, you probably read the steps and were, were <laughs> calculating, do I have to do these? What does this look like? What was your thoughts about step nine when you came in? I mean, I, I can't recall exactly. I will tell you that I always viewed step nine. Um, there were some things in my past that were taking up some real estate for sure. You yeah. know, uh, taking up real estate in my head, Yeah, and, you know, People I knew I could probably get in touch with and and fix some things up and uh, um, you know I'd, so this kind of loomed over me I guess is what I would say that was my thought like this is gonna loom I was in no hurry to do this yeah I, I, I don't remember how Hoover and I finally got to this <laughs> point I never got to it with Guy I never got that far the yeah. first time so um, it was intimidating and and the and it loomed. It wasn't, yeah. Yeah. You weren't, you weren't, you weren't, you were going to wait for him to mention it to you. For sure. (laughs) You weren't going to bring it up. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I was in the same boat and I think, I don't know, I I really, when I, like I said, when I was new, I was terrified of this idea. I was terrified of paying money back. I was terrified of going back and, and making amends to people I had caused harm to. But in hindsight, now that I've done this, it's been one of the most rewarding things. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that as well. Yeah. I mean, there were, I remember the the first few I had made, I did kind of take on, you know, some of those things that, you know, again, had for for years, some of them all the way back to, you know, I knew where these people were. And mm-hmm. I knew there were some things that I just, mm-hmm. this was actually, I think I, eventually I viewed it as an opportunity to just clear the decks in my, in my own head with yeah. some things that had been looming over me. And uh and so I, I did get ready and I, I got to a point for yeah. sure. Yeah. But it's okay if when you get sober, you're not too excited about this. Oh, yeah. 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 It's intimidating. I don't know how you could be. I, yeah. I don't yeah. think if anybody you are really excited is. about it, I'm suspect. <laughs> I've seen a couple of people in, who and say I'm, they yeah. saw the nice step and they're like, I was so looking forward to going back and writing these wrongs. No, and I was like, no, what? No, like, no, 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 no. You're a psychopath, you know? Yeah. Not my experience. Mm-mm. But that's, and that's okay. You don't have to come in willing to do this. We talked a little bit about it last week. It says it, that we made this list of people who had harmed, and then we became willing to make amends to them all. And sometimes for me, it was through pain. Like, I don't want to go back to drinking, and I yeah. know I got to do this stuff. Sometimes it was just anger. I, I had a lot of anger towards some of the people I owed amends mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Um, that I 
you know, I, I would hold on to resentments and it was like, I need to make amends. I, you know, I've also seen <clears throat> and heard, you know, from others, including, you know, guys, you know, I've sponsored where, you know, sometimes this could be something that are where you are anxious to do it and they might want to take it out of order mm. and, you know, yes. Or they partially kind of do it and, yes. and, you know, especially with the, an ex-girlfriend to the wrong yeah. people usually too. It's never like one that I'm like, yeah, that is one you should have did. It was, yeah. it was always an ex. Yeah. Like go show how, I'm, yeah. how well I'm doing these Gosh. days yeah. <laughs> or, or even family, you know, look, the, the people, I think that are, have been the most important for me have been the people I was close to with who loved and trusted me. Loved right? and trusted you, My yeah. family. And I was, it wasn't like the day I got sober. And, and look, you know, if you read the book, you, you know, Dr. Bob went out on basically his first day and, and made his amends. You know, I, that was not my experience. Mm-hmm. And no. I, it took me some time, you know, to kind of thaw out and, and even realize that I needed to be. Well, I, I, I tell a story. So I, so I owed a lot of money and, and people are like, well, that's easy. You just pay it back. And I'm like, it's not that easy for me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I'm a bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first I needed to learn how to, first I had to get a job. Yeah. Then I had to keep that job. Yep. Then I had to learn how to like get up on time and go to work and show up and be an employee. Yep. Then I had to figure out not how, how to spend not, all my money. That was the hardest part. Red Bulls and cigarettes yeah. on the weekend. Right. You know what I mean? And you know, so there's there's all these like there's all these like unselfish things I had to learn how to do to even get to a place where I had additional cash to pay some of these amends back, you know. And that's just the financial ones. That's just a, that's just there's no emotion connected yeah, to that. Yeah. The, the ones that you know re, re, the, the relationship stuff was you know I mean I was I was not I mean I was kind of a dry drunk. I mean I came to AA. I was essentially the same person that I was drinking, just not drinking. Yeah. You know, I made a lot of the same mistakes and it's like, what am I going to do? Go to my mom and she's going to be like, are you drinking right yeah, now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you know, and I think it's, there are times where they, they wondered, yeah. you know, like, are you even sober? You know, what does that really look like? Yeah. Which I have we're a gonna, lot of that too. Which we're going to talk about, I think in the next bit. Yeah. We what are. Is, what does sober mean? What is sober? Let's, uh, <laughs> Let, before we do that, I want to ask Gabe. Actually, Gabe, what was your experience like with not, with step nine? Yeah. You know, you're you're a newer guy. You've got you've got a couple years. What was it like when you looked up and saw that mm. on the wall? I definitely wasn't excited. I think there's a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I've only done like two formal amends. I mean, a, a big part of step nine for me is like, I mean, there's the living amends that you kind of make. I was living with my parents and stuff. So you start kind of doing these things or behaving a little bit differently or to try to take some different attitudes yeah. to contribute more. Yeah. You know what I mean? To at least not instigate, you know. There was also these times where I would like, my brother would be like arguing with my parents or whatever and I didn't have to step in and I didn't have to get involved. You know what I mean? I think normally I would have wanted to get involved, you know, pick a side and then, you know, stake my claim. Keeping but, your mouth shut. That is a huge yeah. tip. That's a pro tip right there. It is yeah. a pro tip. Just shut the yeah. fuck up. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's so helpful, dude. It's Less so is helpful. more. Less, Less is, is more. more. Less of me. What did people more. used to say to us back in the day? You said, don't be all you can be. Don't John. be That's all you can be. Don't be all you can yeah. be. Yeah. Who said that? It was Frank. I yeah. My, sp- my grandson, all those guys yeah. said, John, don't be all you can be, man, yeah. when you go there. And then so. some of the amends were like, you know, <laughs> like the formal amends I've made are to people I was, I'm already, I've kind of fixed those relationships. I've already been friends with them after the fact. And it didn't mean that I didn't have to make those amends or like the, some of the things had to be said. I realized that kind of after the fact, like there was this one friend who I still hang out with her a good amount. And, um, 
yeah, I mean, I still had, had that conversation. I still let her know that the things that I did wasn't okay and let, yeah. you know, I gave her that space because sometimes people will be like, no, it's fine. Like, you've changed or whatever. It's like some people honestly probably still have a right to feel X, Y, Z way about yeah. the things that you did, man. Like, you sure. know, like you don't get sure. to just like go oh, off yeah. scot-free just because everything's good now. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's good to face I, I've those had things. creditors just take my inventory <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> That's great. Like, give you a deal. Yeah. Why? Yeah, You're yeah. a bum. <laughs> <laughs> and not all, yeah, not, yeah. we'll say, not all amends are uh, fairy tale endings like yeah, you hear in movies. Remember, people generally only share the, you know, the fairy tale ending like yeah. this is a this is a feature yeah. film amend in a meeting. A you know? amend. Yeah, a those are the ones that they, they yeah. want to talk about, but they don't all end like that. So, no. but either way, from it, for, if you're new, I guess we've talked about this before. The most important thing I think about step nine is don't go out and do yeah. it by yourself. Yeah. Right? Just don't. Yeah. That's key. Yeah. So you need a little guidance on this. You need some guidance. Because you could you could fuck it up real bad. Yeah. You can. You can. And yeah. you go have to go back and, and add to the amends. If you, you even if <laughs> that's even amends. an option yeah, at that exactly. point. You, you, you know. Right. Don't assume you're gonna get a mulligan. You might not. <laughs> Let's move on to I'm excited. This is our sketch this week it's is a new one. <clears throat> it's something we've never done before. But it was brought up last week. We kind of hinted at what yeah. we were going to do because we mm. did Sober or Not Celebrities in and out of recovery last week. Right. And tonight we've got a sketch. It's called <laughs> Sober or Not. There's no celebrities. It's just Sober or Not. And really what it is is Sober Behavior or yeah. not sober behavior. Yeah, I mean, lower kind of, what is sober? You and, know what I mean? what, and and so I think I, yeah. I I don't have them here in front of me, but they're going to pop up here. I think I put them in an order, which is like yeah. light to a little bit more, yeah. a little bit more hard. So yeah, I'm going to look get, up. In okay, yeah. Sober. Can you uh, punch in some some info there, Gabe? Just How old it. are we? Just do like one, do, do, I don't know. Just make sure you do it over yeah. 21 or 18 or whatever. There you go. All right. All right. So the first one is white. So so what, basically what these are, for those of you who are listening and can't see, we're going to do, we've got four items. And last week we talked about it. Can you do this certain thing and be sober? Is yeah. this sober behavior? And we, you stick around day long enough and you see these things, you hear about these things. Well, they're sober and then they're sober behavior. I think the two are different. They are. But yeah. but look, people have different opinions about these. But things. let's read the definition of sober real quick. Okay. okay. Oh, you got it. Okay. Sober right here, right? The first one, obviously, is not affected by alcohol, not drunk, right? Okay. But then another definition of sober is serious, sensible solemn right okay free from alcoholism not habitually drinking alcohol okay that's i mean yeah. look we're gonna get into some stuff that has nothing to do with alcohol here so yeah. um the second but, definition but that was important is 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 drinking white claw even though it has no alcohol serious are you being serious about your sobriety well are you being sensible I, and i think this is a good question i i would I'm going to, why don't we ask our guest first? Cause I, I'll be honest with you. When, when he came in tonight, he was like, I love this sketch. Cause I'm, you know, I think about this kind of stuff. And I was like, why do you think we did it with you here? Yes. Cause you're so opinionated. Uh, he's the, you know, he's somewhat of the A police if, here. So if one of your guys was crushing a six pack of white claw, mm. no alcohol, what would mm. you say to him? What would you say? I, at, at a minimum, I would say that's some risky behavior, right? Like behavior. That, not that you're not, so, not, you don't have to pick up a white chip. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to have a no. chemical 
argument no. with them about yeah. whether they remember these are going to get worse. By the way, this is just this is the one that's like <laughs> that's like telling honestly, me somebody's like you know yeah this yeah. is throwing wine into a, a you, pan while they're cooking or something like that. I mean, yeah. you know, look, I, oh, I would oh, say, oh, is this technically sober? I left that one out. Maybe that's a good one. Maybe this is technically he, sober, but I will tell you that this is borderline gateway. S- not so, sober behavior and not definitely sober behavior. risky. Definitely Here's, risky. So, so let me ask you this. And somebody brought this up to me. I was talking to them about this, right? It's not solemn or sensible. No. Well, let me not, ask you this. Is there a difference? Context. And this is why I think yeah. that there's so many little variables involved with this, right? Is there a difference between a white claw, zero alcohol, or a mocktail? Because I go on work trips and everybody's drinking and we're going out somewhere nice. And these places nowadays, mm, yeah. it's very common to make non-alcoholic mocktails. Yeah, and they're sure. really good, actually. They've got a lot, you know, different flavors to them. I have them. What's, what's, what's them. the difference between this and any other sort of like... What's the difference between that and a seltzer? And Just a like seltzer. a seltzer. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. The only white difference claw is was like it says brand. White Claw. Yeah, and that White Claw just figured they're like, hey, we're tired of getting people drunk. Let's, let's get on that seltzer train. Well, I think they're more like there's a market for people who don't want to drink or can't drink alcohol right now yeah. and so they want this yeah. so i would say this out of all of the ones we're, we're showing you tonight i don't really have a problem with the white call white call zero yeah, percent alcohol i don't think you should be doing it regularly because yeah. you maybe want to question your motive yeah. but if you're out somewhere for a work thing and everybody's drinking oh, sure. and you, they this have they this have. drink what's I, wrong I, you know I, I so there's also the well this also kind of bridges to like some of those non-alcoholic drinks that actually do have very little bit of alcohol like those are even more dangerous yeah like you know what i mean yeah, we might story. get to that. We might yeah. get to that. Oh, might. Yeah. I don't know if that's on here. I don't, I don't think I don't so. think it is. Near, yeah. like, we used to call them near beer, like O'Doul's. Near beers. Yeah. used to have yeah. like point one. It had alcohol in it. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. the same as a white claws here. <clears throat> yeah. Agreed. So let's go to number two. What do we got? These are YouTube links. So I don't know if I, as soon as I click these, oh, I must no. be signed in to watch this video here. Let's oh, just sign no. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It says it. Look at this. Content might be inappropriate. Now you're. I'm going to lower the, okay. the music here. We talked about this one last week. Yeah. And this is yeah. So let's play this video. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> it is a snortable <laughs> caffeine supplement, oh and they're busting God. it out on a mirror <laughs> right <laughs> now. <laughs> they're literally bu- the, the person just put it on their hand like yeah, you I mean, would I do a bump. It's, bump. Yeah. it's no. called bump. It's called. It's called bump. Bump. It's called one a bump. Wanna bump. Wanna bump is a legal caffeine infused energy sup. Our unique formula consists primary of natural caffeine and inositol. It's designed to provide a quick, smooth dude, this would mess energy me up. boost. <laughs> this would mess me up, man. God. I ain't gonna lie, dude. Talk about going through the motion. Yeah. And so and we've got, look, we've got one of our, our watchers on here t- typing out in the text, big red flag energy here. This is so, but here's my question to you. Did you relapse? I mean, it's 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 basically just caffeine. I think this is one of those things where it's like, are you going to pick up a white chip or uh, maybe it's up to your discretion, but it's just dangerous. Like, it's like, I mean, it's up to like, I mean, it, I mean, I feel like really, if you, you uh, what I bad. consider a relapse is anything that's going to affect you from the neck up. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, but a caffeine can, I mean, What's, I don't know, but it's the old cigarettes, coffee debate. Well, it's. I think it's more of the old, is it, it's not maybe the, the, the substance it's, it's very similar to the white claw in a way where it's like, I'm not drinking a white claws your alcohol because it could lead me down a bad path. What's the difference between drinking an energy drink or shotgunning an energy drink or 
or we're doing this. Or a coffee enema. Or a coffee enema. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what? Michael, people what do you do think? that? Let's, people get, do, let's get Michael's I'm not making that up. People do that. They do. Uh, oh, am I commenting on the coffee enema? No, oh, you're... Because no, I don't no, have no, any no. experience <laughs> with that. Maybe Hoover can enlighten We'll ask Chris well, about that People afterward. boof drugs. That. You know uh, what I mean? Well, I've never done uh, it. This but. whole thing here, bump, want to bump. I mean, to me, that doesn't feel like sober behavior. If you're doing that, I'm questioning what else you're doing. I mean, that's just... Yeah. To me, it's just the, the action, the physical action of that. It's, there's no debate for me. I, I'm calling a flag on that. You might need a new sponsor if you're going to insist on that. If you're rolling around meetings, yeah. like pu- pumping out little bumps of energy. You're not going to change, yeah. Not good, not nah, good. Okay. Not. I mean, I see people putting in those, what are they called? Zings? Zins. Zin. Zins. Yeah. I mean, they're just cheeking all that stuff. And I mean, it's like... I, I, I mean, you know, I've seen people put in two, six or eight milligram ones at the same time. I mean, Chris, you used to oh, do 12 millis. Yeah, I, I have no problem with caffeine, mind yeah. you. The, yes. I'm talking about the action of like, you know, putting Sn- out powder. <laughs> snorting snort caffeine. Like, it's, like you're... Why not take caffeine to me, another way? To why me, are here's, you, why are you okay, here's, here's yes. how I think about it. Okay, well you're said, trying to why? get some sort of vicarious pleasure yeah. out of the way that you you're, consume this stuff. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not... By the definition of sober, that's not sober. It's not measured. It's not, yeah. you know, uh, restrained. Right. That's those are definitions. Those are words that describe sober. Like if you're doing bumps in the bathroom <laughs> of caffeine, I mean, I feel like, what are you trying to really do, man? What are you really doing? What do you? Yeah, you have to be some extreme edge. Yeah, you, you don't have to get you, a white you chip. Be, you have to be up for a meeting, a work meeting, and this is for some reason, you know, you got. You, you know, you got. <laughs> look, man, look, man. I, I'm. Not, I, we don't oh, have time man. to continue yeah, debating don't. it. Move, let's move on. <laughs> Next up, okay, this one. What is this? This kid. Turn up the volume. Oh, this is this is Max. This is okay. the computer. We don't right. have the audio. Okay, yeah. so it's it's a video of a teenager. He looks like he's probably 12, 13 years old. Twelve. And it's the title of the video on YouTube is Monster Energy Shotgun, sixteen ounce in five seconds. Okay, look this, at, look how many this kid, first off, he has like a, he's already done like Yeah, he looks like he them. has like a necklace with about a hundred like tabs, tabs from monster cans. Yeah. I can predict this kid's future. He's popping. <laughs> oh my god. He's yeah. Save, yeah. Him, so save him a seat. Save him a seat, first of all. He he looks this very. Is Eleven years ago, so he already might be in the program. He's he's basically gonna do something that we've heard about, and I've yeah, never I personally mean, like seen it. But years it, at yeah. well, no, no, in AA, a lot of people will will they'll do this at AA parties, what? or they'll do it at Y po- at events. You hear about it all the time. They shotgun Monster Energy. Are you serious? One hundred. Why? What do you mean? Why? Why? Because it's super lit and cool, man. <laughs> but what does it do to you, Gabe? Why? I don't know. I mean, why do get, what, what is caffeine? Dude, I wasn't why? even a shotgunner when oh I was Oh, my Lord. <laughs> this kid. Percy, what would you do? <laughs> what would you do if your <laughs> son was doing this? Oh, that'd be a problem. <laughs> I, had a guy, <laughs> I had a guy I used to sponsor. <laughs> I had a guy I used to sponsor who drank six or seven of these a day and ended up uh, in the hospital. Look, yeah. you're clearly not, I mean, this is clearly not white chip anything but you're just a dumbass if you're doing this that's how i feel yeah yeah you're probably not ready this is not a sober or not conversation you're just a dumbass i put it right up there with the bump stuff because you're 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 ingesting an entire can of monster with all that caffeine in a a sec a couple seconds for a couple seconds for effect effect. so all right last but not least we talked about this last or two weeks ago (laughs) with sleepy d sleepy d and you guys didn't know this but i've there are a lot of people who would say that kratom is natural? It's a, uh, you know, um, it's a plant, and it's not 
So is a drug. Yeah, so you is know? weed so you and can do it. poppy seeds. <laughs> yeah. And here, here's an example where people do pick up white chips for this. They do. Yeah. And, and there are guys, I've heard of multiple guys who yeah. have convinced themselves they could do something like Kratom and they were still sober. Yeah. And what's the funniest part about it to me, the best part about it is they, they claim that they were doing it and they were still sober, yet they were keeping it a secret. If right. it was sober behavior, well, look, why we, would you keep it a but secret? Hold on. That's a fair point. I mean, marijuana is a plant. <laughs> yeah, we were just saying. It I mean, is. what makes what makes it a drug is the schedule of the federal I, government says it would would if would if the the the, what if what is the U.S. The drug? FDA came out and was like, "This is now a Schedule One drug." Yeah, I, is I, it a drug because they say it a drug, or is it a drug because it fucks you up? I mean, I feel like if it fucks you up, it's a drug. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just yeah. a lighter. It's just a, basically a lighter version of. Heroin more like look what I mean, dude, comparing it he to. was <laughs> flipping cars, dude. Like, yeah, we're talking about Sleepy D. Sleepy D. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. but I mean, he was nodding out in meetings like he had just sh- fucking shot heroin. So my favorite part about this, this is the I mean, way. caffeine. You could do a bump of caffeine. You're going to be fine. Probably you're going to maybe have heart palpitations or you're going to stay up all night. But I mean, you're not going to flip a car and nod out in the meeting. You're going to be a fucking train wreck. Again, somebody's doing this, they're going to either have to pick up a chip or get a different spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite part about this, this is, I think, WebMD. Gabe, go to uses. Uses. Click on uses. Yeah, what right are there the next uses? overview. That's what I'd like to see. Look. There's none? There's nothing. There are none. We currently have no information <laughs> for training. <laughs> oh my God. When I saw that, I was like, that's the best. There's, oh there God. are no uses for this. Yeah. Nausea, aggression, uh, hallucinations. I mean, these are the side effects. <laughs> and death. Kratom is possibly unsafe for most people. <laughs> that's the weirdest uh, sentence yeah, I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah. It's possibly unsafe for most people. I don't see it any different than weed. I mean, we, yeah. weed is a plant. Yeah, but if you smoke it, it will fuck you up. Yeah, if you ingest it, it will fuck you up. Right. Not only that, there's me- so there's something actually to be said about um, medical use. Like, there is me- there is medical use cases for like and there's withdrawal and a bunch of symptoms. Things. Yeah, but that doesn't just because there's a medical use for it doesn't necessarily mean that especially yeah. recreate like it's not up to you to use recreationally either. There you go, Gabe. That's what I I think is important. Look, there are medical uses, and some people may use it yeah. to avoid having to use a real opioid or something synthetic, but it should be used under the under the management of a doctor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but the US FDA has warned consumers to avoid I mean it's not even like something that's clinically proven to be effective yet so like you should probably stick to something that's It's not if you are like I mean if you talk to Sleepy D he was taking this stuff like I mean he was he was like going to the these like smoke shops like two three times Well that's a day what I mean. they sell this stuff and, openly and buying this stuff but you know the definition of sober is measured tempered I mean yeah. this is not if you're if you're like a crackhead going to these stores and buying these pills and, and popping them all day long, you're not sober. Well, I agree. So I think in the end, and you said it, and that second definition you have there, tempered, measured, is what we're going off of. Yeah. If you're questioning your ability to be any of those things, or yeah. the, the whole point of what you're trying to do is to either get uh, some relief yeah. or some vicarious uh, pleasure. pleasure yeah probably not sober or behavior. yeah if you're in the casino all day all night gambling all day <laughs> isaac you know what i mean <laughs> not that, sober behavior well okay now we're getting into like <laughs> now we're really like they got ga <laughs> people do it with running 
People do it with exercise. People do it with food. All kinds. Yeah. Yeah. We could. There's a million things. Yeah. But when are you picking up a? Are any? So here's my question: Which of these is making you pick up a white chip? I feel like if you can flip a car by taking it, <laughs> right? If you could nod out in a meeting, yeah. black out. You could potentially you pick be arrested for trafficking cocaine by mistake yeah. because of the, you know. Correct. So kratom is a, kratom is. Because I think it sure. really messes the, you up, I think the, 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 obviously the least controversial one is the non-alcoholic drink. Sure. There's use cases for yeah. that. I think the monster, I think for personally for the monster energy drink and the bump, it, I think to the, uh, bump it's really bad. I, I agree but with to the self be true. Like, I think I'm with both of judge. them. Yeah. Yeah. For both of them, I to think. To self be true. We, we love that our guests are participating tonight. Thank we you. do. Thank you for the participation. I wanted to. I, I wanted to get them on and maybe Rachel and talk to her and get her thoughts, but we don't have time tonight. So we'll try to do that another time. Let's. All right. Well, that was a good discussion. <laughs> some people <laughs> are offended. Good, maybe we'll bet. get some hate mail from somebody yeah. on that one if you're doing I'm things. I'm interested to see what people think of it. Hey, to thine own self be true, right? That, that's what the chip says. Yeah. Michael, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great time. job. Yeah. <laughs> You did. You did a good job, man. You're a great member of A. We love you, man. You're a good friend, and we're glad you're you're uh, here. And we'll be back next week. Next week's episode 50. We got a big, big episode. We got a really, really fun guest too. Chris's wife. Yeah, yeah. Chris's wife. I'm hoping this goes wanna, good. Yeah, you're gonna want to check. <laughs> I gotta it out. see this. All right, all right. Thanks, Thanks guys, everybody.